Hello, everybody. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Tigers Baseball Podcast. And Spring Training Game 2 finished just a few minutes ago as of the time of this recording. It was probably an hour ago. And the one thing that I took notice of is Kyle Funkhauser still needs work. That is the one take that I took from this game that was the biggest thing. And I'm kind of wondering how long it takes before Kyle Funkhauser is no longer a prospect in the Tigers organization. I wonder how long it's going to take before they just say, you know what, we're done and they trade him. Because yes, he has a fastball of 97 miles an hour, but if he can't control it, it doesn't matter how hard he, how hard he throws it. So that was the take that I took from today's game. Now, also, again, Wilson Ramos was not catching he was DHing. No Miguel Cabrera, no Willie Castro. Nico Goodrum started at short. He played okay. He had two walks and a single. Riley Green got a start in right field today. He had a walk and a single. Akil Badu came in for him later in the game, and he got a run batted in because of a wild pitch. But other than that, he didn't do too well. You kind of root for this kid because it's not his fault. He's a part of the system now. What I mean by that is he had no control over the fact that he was drafted in the Rule 5 draft. He's probably not ready for the majors, but the Tigers saw something in him. They're probably going to end up sending him back to Minnesota for $50,000, and uh, we will end up probably seeing him later on in a Minnesota Twins uniform, and he'll torture us uh, as Tigers fans because we had him and we couldn't hold on to him because he was in the Rule 5 draft. I can see Reed Garrett doing the same thing with Texas if he ever ended up catching on with the Rangers. I don't know what happened to him. Former Rule 5 draft pick uh, for the Tigers in 2019. Now, one thing I will say about today's game, it was a 5-4 loss. Dylan Dingler, he really looks good as an athlete. He hits this little bloop into left field, and because everybody was playing a little bit back, oddly enough, they were playing in the no doubles look. He gets a double on what should have been a bloop single. And it cost the Yankees a run because Zach Short, who had gotten on before Dingler had gotten on, ended up moving from first to third and scoring on the wild pitch. Uh, in the bottom of the seventh, sorry, in the top of the seventh. So what really happened today, we didn't see anybody who I think we'll see on opening day other than Goodrum. We're not going to see Derek Hill. We'll see Robbie Grossman. He led off the game, which I found that to be interesting. He drew a walk from Garrett Cole, which kind of pissed Garrett Cole off, but that's okay. And again, Wilson Ramos was DHing. I don't think Daniel Panero is going to make it onto the 40, onto the, not the 40-man roster, the 26-man roster. So the three guys that we saw, sorry, the four guys that we saw who we'll see on opening day were Nico Goodrum, Robbie Grossman, Wilson Ramos, and Jamer Candelario. He had a heck of a swing. He hit a ball all the way to the wall in left field that was brought in by the Yankees' left fielder. Uh, It wouldn't have gone out, but if he hadn't gotten back fast enough, it would have been a double for sure. So that looks good for for Jamer Candelario. Saw a little bit of Cody Clemens. He hit the ball hard. 
Saw some Jake Rogers. He struck out three times. That's going to be his bugbear. If he can't hit a little bit, he's not going to make it up to the big leagues. Because I can tell you right now, Dylan Dingler didn't look afraid up there at the plate. And Dylan Dingler, from what all the people are saying, Dylan Dingler is going to be up in 2023. So Jake Rogers needs to hit a little bit and needs to play solid defense. He played solid defense today. There wasn't any situations where he was called upon to make any major blocks. He called a good game. There was a situation when uh, Socrates Brito hit a little cue job into the left field gap. Well, not even into the gap, into the gap. Basically, it's where shortstop would have been. But because the Tigers were shifted, he ended up on second base. But Oscar or Socrates Brito can run pretty well, so that wasn't so much of a problem. The Tigers did walk quite a few batters today, so that, that didn't look good. That didn't bode well. And there was a lot of strikeouts on the Tigers' side of, of the dugout as well. Uh, something that A.J. Hinch would like to reverse a little bit, and it's going to take time. So ultimately, it was a competitive game. I think that's one of the things you're going to see the most of uh, from the Tigers this year. They're not going to necessarily win 100 games. They probably won't even win 90 games. They probably won't even win 80 games. But the games that they are going to win are going to be good wins. And the games that they lose more often than not will be competitive games. They won't be the... 19 nothing or 17 nothing 17 3 blowouts that you saw from tiger teams in the past at the hands of Oakland and Milwaukee they'll be more 6 5 5 3 3 to 1 games they're not going to be these big blowouts you'll have a few because every team does in the course of the year but they're going to play a lot tougher they're going to be a lot tougher out this time around than they were in 2020, 2019, even as far back as 2018, to be fair. So Casey Mize gets to start tomorrow. Daniel Norris gets to start on Wednesday. We'll see Matt Manning on Wednesday. Still no Matt Boyd. I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but there's still a chance. I don't know how many starts he thinks he's going to need to stretch himself out. I would expect if he doesn't start by Thursday or Friday, there might be something wrong. But I haven't seen the rotation, so I don't know exactly what the starting pitching staff is looking like right now. Michael Fulmer has not returned to the Tigers organization as of yet to spring training. He still has to go through COVID protocols again. And intake testing. And all eyes will be on Bradenton, Florida tomorrow because that's when we get our first glimpse of Spencer Torkelson. I'm excited. It's only a five inning game tomorrow, so there's going to be limited at bats. These are seven inning games for the first week or so, five inning game tomorrow. That's going to be kind of rare. Nobody pulled the plug on a pitcher today. They basically just swapped pitchers out uh, as needed. Kyle Funkhauser didn't make it through the first. Actually, he did make it through the first. He didn't make it through the second. Garrett Cole threw 28 pitches in the first. And the Tigers were more patient. 
they didn't start really striking out until later in the game. So, with all that being said, it was a competitive game. It was good to see Grossman in left. Derek Hill played center. Riley Green was in right. Jamer Candelario, like I said, had a, a, a well-struck ball in his first at-bat that uh, had the Yankees left fielder not gotten back fast enough would have probably been over his head and up against the wall and been two. So good to see the swings. And that was from the left side, so he was going the other way. Good to see that he's still swinging it pretty well from uh, after his situation last year where he wasn't swinging very well coming out of spring uh, and then picked it up after about the first 15, 16 games in the summer. So with that, I am going to end this edition of the Tigers Baseball Podcast. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can at Podcast Tigers, or you can email us, TigersBaseballPodcast at gmail.com. Of course, at Podcast Tigers is on Twitter. I want to thank Anchor for distribu- for the distribution of the podcast. We will see you after tomorrow night's game. Sorry, tomorrow afternoon's game. So long, everybody.